0: Hi and welcome to Sleeves Rolled Up. I'm your host, Julia DeRota. When faced with the serious and complex needs of people in our society, many throw up their hands in exasperation. At the Salvation Army, however, we roll up our sleeves and get to work. Today we're chatting to Tessa Reardon about an awesome project called the Furbank Project. It's a project I actually used to work on, so I'm super excited to talk to Tessa today. So much for joining us today Tessa. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to chat to us. Thanks for having me. So firstly I'd just like to talk to you a bit about your background and how you came to work for the Salvation Army.
1: So I set out from high school to become a paediatric surgeon uh, and in that failed process learned that what I really cared about most was helping people. Uh, along the way I've been a youth pastor, I've been a catering driver, I have been a fundraiser and a missionary. And all in all, just learning all of the different ways that I love to help people and stepping into my role at Salvation Army and into the fundraising team um, has been all about that. So it's how I came to be in Salvation Army. Awesome. Passionate about equipping and empowering frontline. Yep, that's fantastic. So your current role is business partnerships manager, which sounds
0: like a very fun role and kind of terrifying. So can you describe, you know, what your role
1: entails and what a typical day at work is like for you? Yeah, so I get the privilege of working with the incredible corporate partners who support the work of the Salvation Army right across the board. And a typical day for me, based out of our Auckland office in Royal Oak, uh, can look like a lot of emails. It can look like a lot of really great meetings with partners, innovating and coming up with creative new ways to raise money to fund the projects and services that we do. That's a typical day. My incredible team um, are right there alongside us and making it happen. Um, It's fun, it's diverse, and it's busy.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I've worked with you for a number of years now, and I know that you have a lot on your plate. So some days, some days. So the reason I wanted to have you here on the podcast was actually to share about the amazing little project. Well, it's actually not that little anymore called the Food Bank Project. Um, and so for those listeners who may not have heard about it, can you give, uh, I was going to say a brief overview, but I think it's going to be a bit longer because it's a pretty big project with it's, a long history now.
1: It is, it is, and when I started, it was very young. Um, so Food Bank Project is this incredible um, brainchild of a man named Galen King, founder of Lucid, um, and just innovator extreme out of Nelson, um, with a young family, felt that there was a place in the market for people to be able to donate food products to a charity. Um, from the convenience of their home when they're doing an online delivery, rather than trying to remember to pick up a can off a shelf and drop it into the bucket at the front of the store, he also felt like there needed to be some guidance around what needed to be put in the bucket. So he created the food bank project, he went out to many charities across New Zealand and Salvation Army were the ones to answer the call and lucky for us we did. Um, We piloted it in 2015 in one location in Auckland uh, and now we provide food into almost every food bank for the Salvation Army across New Zealand and um, it has ballooned, it has skyrocketed. Um, we work with the incredible team at Countdown as well in delivering Food Bank Project, both the food and the digital um, savviness in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, food Bank Project is a digital fundraising tool and so it was the, it was the first of its kind in the world And a first for Salvation Army and taking a step into um, digital partnerships and digital fundraising. Mm -hmm. One thing that I love about the Food Bank project
0: is that you can donate fresh food Mm -hmm. and obviously you can't donate yogurt or cheese or meat or fresh food and veggies into those supermarket bins and I think that's a massive um, strength of the project.
1: Yeah and the greatest thing about it is we can look at what does a family need Mm. to thrive Mm -hmm. what do they want for their family to thrive and how can we provide that Mm -hmm. and it's not um and it's it's good quality fresh off the shelf Mm. produce and um, items and i think being able to flex with what the demand and the need is at the time has been a real big bonus Mm -hmm. for having food bank projects specifically over the last two years. Yeah
0: so I was that was going to be my next question was chatting about the incredible impact and the incredible growth that the food bank project had during lockdown in 2020. So I was actually working on the project at the time running the social media and we saw an enormous increase in the amount of donors that um Supported the project through that time, but we also saw a huge increase in need for food, and that in itself created a whole lot more challenges. Mm. So George,
1: tell a little bit about our experiences during oh, that time. Yeah, it was <laughs> man, was that a steep learning curve? Yeah. Um, lockdown, and COVID, um, threw new words and new concepts into the mix. Mm. Contactless, um, the need to be able to do things from our homes, of so being digitally flexible, mm-hmm. um, and. Having in place the food bank project meant we were able to go out and ask for the help that we needed in a way that didn't compromise any of our teams or the safety of our people. Mm-hmm. And thanks to the incredible support of uh, someone named Nick Mowbray um, from Zuru, and um, and his sphere of influence, uh, he put the word out and people answered the call to support us. Mm-hmm. And we went from having Eight thousand donors mm. that we had very proudly built up over four years, um, to suddenly having twenty three thousand donors in the space of a couple of weeks. Um, we, to date, I think we had seen. I remember us celebrating the one million mark. We yes. raised one million dollars in this project yeah. the year before, yeah. and then we'd raised another million in that time since. And then suddenly we were getting a million in a day. Yeah, and it wasn't about the money, but it was about the fact that New Zealand, and not just New Zealand too, we saw people from all over the world Mm. answered the call to supply to to people who weren't able to access Mm. food. And the hardest thing about it is we were receiving heartbreaking phone calls Mm. from our teams saying we're running out of food, we've got so many people coming to us for help. And um, and being able to supply into that space mm. was incredibly important. Mm. Yeah, um, I remember we were actually not we, but someone from Countdown I
0: think was interviewed on Seven Sharp. They did a little feature about the food bank project.
1: They did. Yeah, they did. Yes. And so that
0: that explains how everything kind of went down yeah. um, during that time. So
1: I will I will link. Uh, that's even Sharp Interview yeah. in the episode description if you guys are interested in. Yeah, and our own um, PR director, Tim Hamilton, he featured in a number of interviews mm-hmm. as well. Um, we definitely, we were getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, and I think coming from Salvation Army, which is such a humble organisation, it felt overwhelming at the time. Mm. And we were blown away. I remember sitting there in tears watching the support come in. just Yeah couldn't believe we were basically addicted to watching this because it was just so mind-blowing we woke up on a saturday morning and live streamed the numbers to our team yeah so we could watch it across the day just because it was incredible it was absolutely Mm. phenomenal to watch Mm. the generosity Mm. pour in it was yeah very humbling
0: yes yep so after lockdown and actually during lockdown Mm. the salvation army in particular saw a whole new demographic demographic sorry of people come to us for food assistance Mm -hmm. and I think it was a bit of a wake-up call for people who may have had a misplaced idea of what kind of a person or family needs help so do you feel like there's a common misconception um
1: with people who receive help about people who receive help from the Salvation Army? Absolutely Mm. I think the people that come to Salvation Army for help are people yeah there is no um, mm. Us and them There's or... no us and them, there is no mm-hmm. rich and poor There is nothing like yeah. that It is simply Salvation Army is here to help mm-hmm. And we offer help in so many ways mm-hmm. People who had never found themselves in a position of needing support With providing food for their family Were coming through our doors mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really unfamiliar with needing to ask We had people holding off coming to us because they were so embarrassed Mm. and I think the message that we wanted to get out to people has come
0: yeah you are people
1: we are people we love people we love caring for people and we don't care why it is that you come through our doors we want to know you we want to love on you and we want to help you provide your family what they need Mm. to keep going in this thing and it was stressful Mm. it was so stressful for so many people Mm -hmm. and so unknown and um we heard so many stories of frontline just embracing people as they came in, yeah. and um, it was it was a really beautiful time. Man, it was stress- it was tiring. It was exhausting work, but rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a different demographic um, coming through. Mm-hmm. We did see, um, I guess, whole new income brackets uh, kind of falling prey to um, having to use up savings or whatever mm-hmm. that looked like, and. You know there are other teams in the organization who can probably speak to that better than i can but it was it was humbling to see that um the mm. need for support
0: mm.
1: is for everybody yeah, yeah. that's right yeah.
0: yeah so um the Salvation army differs from a lot of other charities in terms of uh, when you come to us for a food parcel we we have a whole lot of other wraparound services and mm. we're going to ask you about other areas of your life do you need support do you need what do you need mm. so yeah can you tell a little bit more about what makes us
1: different yeah so what makes us different is what we call our wraparound services mm. the food parcel or even just food support um, is the doorway mm. or it is the sustenance and we know that in order to uh, tackle other areas of your life that may be impacting your ability to provide for your life and all your families, um, we first need to take care of some some core needs, and um, food is food is the way in. But we want to know not just how can we change your life for the next four days, but how can we help you transform your life to walk in a richer walk, mm-hmm. and not richer as in um, money but richer is in the confidence of knowing that you have the security around you and you have mm-hmm. journeyed through whatever it is you need to journey man salvation army offers so many different services mm. i'm still learning yeah um, we've got financial mentoring we've got um, advocacy we mm-hmm. have got uh, counseling services mm-hmm. we have a team in hamilton who specialize in um, reconnecting children with parents Um, after divorce we have uh, services for addictions we have helping people get their driver's license helping people get their driver's license and there's so many more that i i just homework clubs yeah um mums and bubs clubs um Mm -hmm. watakere and their incredible outreach into those experiencing homeless in auckland Mm -hmm. um and there are so many expressions of mission from the salvation army that I couldn't I don't even know them all and I couldn't list them all for you in Mm -hmm. in a podcast but um that's what makes us different Mm -hmm. is we don't just want to give you a food parcel and hope that that's enough we want to wrap around you Mm -hmm. the love and support of an organization that truly cares Mm -hmm. another little way that we show that we care
0: is actually I know people ask this question a lot when I get a food parcel do I just get the generic stuff or is it customised you know if I'm vegetarian if I have religious
1: uh, mm-hmm. restrictions of what I can eat and I know that we do 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 that oh yeah we um actually at the moment so we're looking after self-isolation food parcels mm. and that looks like uh, people who are unable to access food in self-isolation um being referred through to us and we have a system that captures that family and their needs and the incredible thing about that is I might be placing a food order for a family that has a number of dietary challenges and I can do that and mm. meet that need. Mm. Um, our team you know, may come across a family that has nappies in three different sizes. Well, great, cool, we can supply that. Um, at our food banks, when a family comes in, we will ask you a lot about your family and mm. your setup to make sure that we're providing you with mm-hmm. um, food security your yep. family and I think one of the most beautiful things about Salvation Army in the last two years is that our understanding of how we supply food has changed dramatically mm. and we're starting to see these incredible initiatives popping up like mm. co-ops in Manurewa in Auckland, yeah. Kiwi Kai Co-op, fantastic initiative that mm. is empowering people to um, to purchase food and grow food. Mm-hmm. Um or social supermarket in Hamilton and there are some others around the country kind of mm. coming together um and saying to people, right, cool. So if you're working with us in financial mentoring, then let's also talk about how do you meal plan, how do you write a shopping list, how do you prepared and go into a so- supermarket and mm. take out what you need to feed your family instead of us just saying hey here's a stock standard or what we think yeah. you need for 4 days yeah. and we do do that as well we have those food parcels we have a list of what goes in a in an everyday food mm-hmm. parcel because there is always that need to supply on demand and yeah. we um we have different models of that across the country in Auckland um we have a place in Mount Wellington that is packing 800 to 1200 food parcels a week and I know it's big crazy. it's big it's big <laughs> and it's a lot of fun we yeah. go out there and volunteer sometimes it's cool um but you're packing in all of the staples the things that aren't going to go off and then the other food banks come in they collect those take it back to their location add in all of that fresh produce and all of the Um, specific needs for that household and then send that family on their way with a food parcel that is it it looks generous yeah but it has also got some treats in there Mm -hmm. it's got um, things that are going to keep them going for a long period of time yeah so fantastic so great it's a
0: really it's obviously sad that we need to have this mm-hmm. but it's such an um it's a really fulfilling thing to work on isn't it oh yeah.
1: absolutely yeah. absolutely one of my favorite things in life is food so yeah it felt <laughs> like a pretty too. good alignment
0: <laughs> <laughs> i realized that we didn't actually chat about how how
1: people can donate absolutely so really easy <laughs> www.foodbank.org.nz and uh, head on there and you can donate as little as 70 cents right through to the thousands we like those too we do all of them (laughs) you know we um we have a very uh simple shopping feature and you can go on there and you can select um one or two items or you can select a whole category of items depending on what you're most what you're passionate about it it's Mm. designed to sit not only alongside what we need but alongside what calls the donor to donating mm-hmm. um, and the fantastic thing is you can actually set that up on a monthly recurring donation and forget about it yep. if you would like to um, and our mm-hmm. team is fantastic they're engaging every month talking mm-hmm. to you about why these products help mm-hmm. what products we're doing um, how your donations are making an impact mm-hmm. the incredible thing about the food bank project that in its set up. It was created to be Mm self-sustaining. So the food bank project, um, food that we have delivered into our centres, Countdown gives us at cost and the the difference between the price and cost comes back into the running of the food bank project but mostly into a grant that allows our food banks to uh, have the right chillers, the right shelving, the right vehicles they need, the right people on the ground. It has helped... um, supply boxes it's helped supply um oh, chillers fridges and chillers are a big mm. one um and just really helped our teams have what they need on the ground mm-hmm. to really yeah. serve their community it's yeah. yeah. such a cool project yeah but head online best way to do it check us out on facebook and on instagram yep um great things happening in those spaces as well some really cool conversations taking absolutely. place absolutely uh we're very interested in hearing from people about their experience on, mm. online as well mm. and to become part of that community. It's a real community. Absolutely. Yep. So this feels like a good time to ask you where you see
0: the Food Bank Project heading in the future.
1: Yeah. What, any
0: plans you can share with us? Oh, wow. Well, there is some really <laughs>
1: exciting stuff in the works of Food Bank Project. I'm incredibly excited um, about what the next wee while is going to mm. look like. Um, I guess at the end of the day, our desire is for centers on the front line to be able to provide to their community what their community needs in the way that they need it provided Mm -hmm. and so at the moment we're looking at how does the food bank project and all of its support from the community feed through to that Mm. um can't say much more than that but let me just say we are doing our best to go how do we support Mm -hmm. what is already happening um Mm. and yeah and as you mentioned coming. Yeah. And yeah. as you mentioned earlier, you
0: know, if people want to keep on top of what's happening with the Fo Project, you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. I think yes. it's just at FoBank Project N Z yes. on both channels, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for your time today. Um, really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank it's you. It's been great chatting. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who supported the Food Bank project. And yeah. um, whether that's been through a share on social, whether that's been through donating to the project mm. or even just leaving us comments saying, Hey job, well done. Or telling your friends and family. Or telling about it. your friends and family about it. We love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and good. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of it.